New intelligence is warning that Russia could blind the U.S. by taking out satellites during a nuclear space weapon. Has China now become an unstoppable force? 7.2 million illegals entered the U.S. under the Biden administration. This is a greater amount than the population of 36 states. A new major food supplier is warning that Americans getting, are getting squeezed by inflation to the point where we are now becoming resistant to higher prices. We're going to cover all this and much more today in our Viewpoint segment. Let's get after it. The following program is brought to you by friends and partners of End Time Headlines. All right, what's up, everybody? It is Thursday, February the 22nd, and I want to welcome everybody to the broadcast. Again, this is Ricky Scaparo, the founder, the pastor, and the voice of End Time Headlines, and you're listening to End Time Headlines, news and headlines from a prophetic perspective today. Uh, we've got a lot lined up for you today. I know this for all of you guys who are regulars, we haven't had a lot of uh, equipping messages this week because we've had a lot of information overload. We've had a lot uh, to get out to you guys in the report. So today uh, we're going to try to finish up this week of podcasting again tomorrow. We typically come on Monday, Tuesday, uh, Wednesdays, or excuse me, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Fridays. But this week I'll be out of town with my family on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So today is going to be our last broadcast until we come back on Monday. We'll be right back here Monday, 7 p.m. Central, 8 p.m. Eastern. So until then, um, we just hope you're blessed by this week's of uh, this week of podcasting and all the information we're giving you guys out there. Guess again, if you're new to the broadcast and this is your first time joining us, let us know in the comment section below that you are new and where you guys are joining us from. Of course, we want to let you know that we do have a free app <clears throat> for you guys that are new. Uh, you can find this on the Apple Store, the Android Store. You can find it in the description of this video. There will be a link for it. We want you to get this because we want you to be able to find everything that we put out. Uh, social media, it's no, it's no secret that social media giants, tech giants, all these media platforms, they are censoring, shadow banning, demonetizing and deplatforming all kinds of channels out there. So we want you to get one step ahead of this so that if you can't find us somewhere, you know that you can be assured to know that we are still going to be up and going. And again, get the app, download it today, hit yes to push notifications, and you're going to be squared away and good to go. And of course, hit that like button, hit that share button. Uh, hit that bell notification, and this is going to help push our material out there so other people can enjoy the broadcast as much as you do. We've got a lot to cover today, so I want to start with this new report. I want to show this is from the Business Insider. Uh, other outlets have also reported this as well. Ex-CIA chief has warned that Russia could blind the U.S., by taking out satellites using a nuclear space weapon. Now, here's another report. Here, This report says that, quote, the U.S. is warning allies that Russia could put a nuclear weapon into orbit this year. So what is this talking about here? What is this all about here? Leon Panetta, who served as the director of the CIA 
And the Secretary of Defense under President Barack Obama said that Russia could blind the U.S. by using what he called a nuclear-capable weapon to disable satellites in space. So is this some type of EMP uh, weapon? Uh, This is, again, they're calling this a nuclear-capable weapon of dismantling satellites. Panetta spoke recently to CNN about an unnamed threat to the U.S. national, national security Multiple media reports citing U.S. officials said the threat was about Russia developing a nuclear weapon that could be deployed against satellites. Again, satellites are pivotal for transmitting information ranging from cell phone data to military communication. So in other words, translation, what they're warning is that Russia has the capability of knocking out satellite transmissions to to disable our communications. Again, this sounds like almost like an EMP type of attack where you completely diffuse and dismantle all communications. Russian nukes in space. Multiple sources are telling CNN tonight that the U.S. has new intelligence on Russia's efforts to deploy a nuclear anti-satellite system in space. So this actually comes after the House Intelligence Committee Chair Mike Turner today raised the alarm. He announced he's made information concerning a, quote, serious national security threat available to all members of Congress to review. Now, keep in mind, if nukes were launched to the U.S. from space, they would be undetectable. And this news gives ominous context to the fact that one of Putin's mouthpieces floated this very idea on Russian state television nine months ago, as found by Russian media analyst Julia Davis. I think it's time to turn up the heat. We understand that all drones and everything else work for Americans only while Starlink exists. So if we carefully launch our nukes in space, there will be no Starlink left. Jim Shudo is out front. And Jim, what more are you learning about this intelligence? So this is what we know at this, this hour. It's new U.S. intelligence. It's about a new Russian military capability, specifically an anti-satellite capability with a nuclear component. So the idea to target U.S. or partner satellites in space, including surveillance satellites, nuclear or early warning sh- satellites, uh, with a nuclear component, which, of course, would you know, you know, expand the ability to destroy those capabilities in space considered serious enough that the U.S. shared it with its Five Eyes partners, its closest intel partners, including the U.K., Canada, etc. I should note this as well, and I've spoken to three people who are read in on this latest intelligence, including two lawmakers, and they told me, one, this is not a clear and present danger. This is something that Russia is experimenting with, looking into, designing. It is not currently deployed and not considered something that will soon be deployed. That's key. Second of all, Aaron, they've all said to me that this is highly sensitive intelligence, including the sourcing involved. So they were surprised uh, that you have a member of Congress that was going so public with this at this time. Uh, So that's very important. As you said, it was Mike Turner who started with something kind of cryptic about a new threat to the U.S., and it was reporters who dug in to figure out exactly what he was talking about. Now, according to further sources, American intelligence agency agencies have told their closest European allies that if Russia is going to launch this type of nuclear weapon into orbit, listen to this, quote, it will probably do it this year. Whoa. Guys, I don't know if you realize the magnitude of that. Are they are they literally telling us? Listen to me. Are they telling us 
do they have the intelligence? Are they seeing the reports? Are they seeing what, what we're not able to see with confidence that they can say that if they have this type of weapon, they can knock out satellite communications, pretty much leave us in the dark to defend ourselves and to communicate that they said that if this is going to happen, it will likely happen in 2024. I mean, is anyone really shocked by that? And again, you've heard us talk about this. You think it's a coincidence that they released literally uh, not what a couple months ago, that Netflix movie original that uh, was, was regarding that Netflix original called leave the world behind uh, that is based on a cyber attack from a coalition of nations coming together to take down the West. And here we have this new report. Now that again, leave the world behind is a quote unquote fictional movie novel uh, production. But again, we've talked about this predictive programming at its finest, let's let's call it what it is. And now you have again a uh, you have a former CIA director and even uh, FBI director. The the current one has been warning about this. Want to read this again? Quote: If Russia could blind our ability to be able to gather that kind of information, make no mistake about it, that would be an act of war because it would threaten our national security. Again, this is from Panetta. He added that the U.S. was likely developing a similar capacity to target satellites and defend its own from attacks. Quote, I'm sure that the Pentagon is developing the ability not only to track what the Russians are doing and to determine whether or not they're going to try to deploy something like this, but also how they defend against it if it should happen. Now, this comes on the heels of Biden announcing that he is considering additional sanctions against Russia over the recent death of Alexei Nalvany, uh, where the reports look like it indicate that he was poisoned by Putin and his administration. So we can see that the tensions are continuing to escalate between America and Russia. Meanwhile, it appears that the kings of the East... Now, why, why am I saying the kings of the East? Now, I make this reference based on Revelation 16, where John the Revelator saw into the tribulation period, where the great river Euphrates would dry up during, no doubt, a drought, a famine, or a combination of the two. And when this happens, your Bible says in Revelation 16, verse 12, that it will make way for the king's from the east now why and and the let me give you a little bit of a backdrop on this the reason why this is going to happen and the reason the reason why the kings of the east will will come and they will march into jerusalem is because prior to this before this the antichrist has invaded jerusalem he's taken over the temple he has set up his headquarters there he is formed a coalition of 10 nations. The Bible calls them 10 kings that will give their kingdom over to the beast in one hour's time. So this Antichrist has taken possessions of no doubt oil, weapons. He's taken hostages. He's 
He's gaining control of the whole world and the kings of the east will come together and they will they will come against him and they will do this and they will take opportunity of a an event that will happen that will cause the Euphrates River to completely dry up. Now, consequently, there has been reports circulating over the past, what, couple of years now that the Euphrates River keeps drying up more and more and more. And even if it's been dried up to the point where it has exposed hidden caverns and uh, and, and uh, these uh, like entrances and whatnot that are appearing in the dry in the in the in the uh, seabed of the Euphrates or the river, excuse me, the riverbed that's drying up. And some even speculate this will uh, this will allow the the angels because do you know the Bible says there's four angels that are bound in the river Euphrates that it will be loosed. And it, they will be loosed and they will wreak havoc on humanity. So, again, it's it's interesting how all this is coming together. So let me show you this article. Armed to the teeth, why China's unstoppable $175 billion military, according to the Sun, is calling this the largest threat to world order. And the West cannot keep up. Let's see what this is about. China has crafted an unstoppable military under Xi Jinping's ruthless dictatorship, which poses the greatest threat to the world order. According to multiple experts, as the West steals itself for global conflict, Europe is struggling to keep up with Beijing's formidable 175 billion, with a B, army and nuclear arsenal. Look at this. For you guys to listen by Apple and by Spotify, I'm going to read this. The total active forces of China is now 2,100,000. Now remember, when we go over here to Revelation 16, it talks about the kings of the east. And then in Revelation 9, it talks about when these four angels that are loose from the Euphrates, it says they will prepare, they have been prepared, excuse me, for the hour and day and month and year they will be released to kill a third of mankind. Verse 16. Look, it gives you a specific number of the horsemen. And it says it will be 200 million. So it appears here that the, this kings of the east, plural tense, will have a mass army of, we know, 200 million. And it says here that they that China alone. Now we could speculate um, I don't want to say, I don't think it's going to be China alone. I don't think China is, because then it would be the king of the East, but your Bible says kings, plural tense. So it has to be, a, a, it's it's a, a coalition of nations. It could be India, China, North Korea, whatever the case would be. And it will be, it will form 200 million man army and they'll march over the Euphrates. But watch this, China alone, according to this report, has 20 are 2,100,000 active forces. They have 965,000 ground forces, 380,000 Navy, 403,000 Air Force, and over 510,000 reserves, 5,000 tanks, 500 nukes, 3,300 plus aircraft, 59 submarines, and 730 plus ships. Experts warn that while Europe is focused on the raging war in Ukraine, 
China is ramping up its ability to unleash the full might of its forces on an unsuspecting West. Wow, that's not chilling, is it? One professor said that, quote, China is rapidly expanding its military capabilities, including the development of new and innovative weapons. China also boasts a terrifying nuclear arsenal, fast-tracked in recent years as the global order has been rocked by more and more conflict. Your Bible calls it wars and rumors of wars, nation against nation and kingdom against kingdom. But be not troubled because all these things must come to pass. And the end is not yet. Do you know that? It says that in Matthew 24, that the end is not yet. We've not, guys, we are in, we're in the birth pangs of the Messiah. People, you know, you get all these people out there and they say, well, we're in the tribulation. We're in the great tribulation. No, we're not. We are in the birth pangs of the Messiah. Friend, if we were in the tribulation, I'm pretty sure we would not have communication this freely to be able to speak to you through a podcast. Come on, use some common sense here. So while we've got all these external threats that keep coming, Russia, China, North Korea, Iran, I'm going to show you some internal threats. Internal threats of invasion, moral decline, all of these things. Uh, let's let me give you this article real quick right here. This is stunning. <clears throat> According to a new report, 7.2 million illegals entered the U.S. under Biden administration. This is a this is an amount. Listen to this. This is mind boggling. 7.2 million illegals under the Biden administration is greater than the entire population of 36 states. This figure comes from U.S. Customs and Border Protection, which has already reported 961,537 border encounters in this current fiscal year, which runs from October through September. And they're warning that if it does not slow down, fiscal year 2024 will break last year's record of two Almost 2.5 million Southwest border encounters. And again, look at this, guys. I'm not going to read all this, but in the report, it says this number is staggering and it's larger than the population of 36 U.S. states. 36 states. That is a lot of people. And we've already, you know, we've talked about, we've or we've spoken about reports where there has been uh, indications and, and reports and intelligence that there is a large percentage of these individuals that have very malicious intents on coming here. And it's not to better themselves in America. Friends, listen to me. I'm just going to say it. They are are preparing. They're prepping. They are training. And they have trained and they're this is just a one of many stages of a preparation for when, it, let's just say if and when we were to go to war with Russia or China or any of these nations, and who knows how many of these are, 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 are coming together. And we literally, we're going to have a, a, a real red dawn scenario right here in our own backyard. Meanwhile, I'm going to shift gears here a little bit and talk about some. So again, We've got all these uh, these threats, these um, these disastrous scenarios that are unfolding in America. This is why I keep telling you, I know this is not a popular statement. 
it's not a popular indictment to make against America because preachers like myself that say these kind of things, we just kind of get pushed away because people don't want to hear it. They're dull of hearing. They're hardened of heart. But this is why I don't believe judgment is coming to America. I believe judgment is taking place in America. When you see this kind of stuff, read again, Leviticus 26, Deuteronomy 28. It all tells you this, guys. Look, at, have you have you noticed that even though the talking heads, the mainstream media, the Biden administration, they all tell us that, oh, inflation's getting better. The stock markets are rallying at Wall Street's doing great. We're not going to be, we're not in, in, we're not in inflation. We're not in recession. We're not in any of these things. Everything is great. It's peachy. It's dandy and happy days are back again. Well, let me just give you this report. A Philly based food supplier. This is a major food supplier warns Americans are getting squeezed by inflation. And listen to this statement. All of us Americans, or at least those that are listening that are in America, are becoming resistant to higher prices. Translation, once they break a threshold of raising the prices higher and higher and higher and higher, you become uh, desensitized to it. It becomes normal. Remember when the price of eggs went so far up and people was losing their minds. The price of milk, the price of meat, the price of these things were going up. Same with gas. People were losing their minds and they were boycotting this and they were protesting this and they were throwing a fit. But then the longer time went on, they became accustomed to it. They became desensitized to it. They just saw it as a normal way of life. Well, that's just the way it is. Gas is always going to be that high. Eggs are always going to be that high. Meat's always going to be that high. Dairy's always going to be that high, whatever the case would be. But what this food supplier is saying is that prices just keep, they're not going down, friend. They just keep creeping up and up and up, and everybody is desensitized to it. Not, I wouldn't say everybody. I think a lot of people are noticing it, but you don't hear much people talking about it anymore because we are becoming desensitized to it. Just like anything else, we become desensitized to everything. We become desensitized to moral decline. We come be desensitized to violence, to robberies, to thieves, to corruption, government corruption. We don't even blink an eye anymore. It's like, they can do whatever they want to, they can do whatever in, in the White House, in the highest place of office they can do, they can get away with all this stuff and people don't even blink an eye anymore. Quote, as the Keystone State saw inflation last year dig deeper into residents' wallets than any other state, one Philly-based food supplier is warning that the fight may not be over yet. Quote, we're concentrating all the time on having enough product and the right product for our customers. TMK produces... Buyer sales lead Mike Watson told Fox Business Jeff Flock during an appearance on Varney and Company Monday, quote, and we can see that they're resistant to some of these higher prices as they continue. The volume may tighten up a little bit. It's what we see as our customers are buying more often, but less at each purchase. Now, all the while, 
we're forking out hand over fist for things that should not be that that cost to us. Fruits, vegetables, things, essentials in the grocery items that we're purchasing. We're bleeding from our wallets, bleeding from our paychecks. So many people can't even, they're living paycheck to paycheck. They don't have money in the savings account. They're literally living paycheck to paycheck. And if some disaster was happened, they're not prepared for this. Meanwhile, we have the CDC, the World Health Organization, the elites, the WEF, all of them. Again, we talk about this. We talk about this almost every week. They continue to blow the trumpet and warn that the disease X outbreak is coming. You can hear its hoofbeats. You can hear it coming to your neighborhood, coming to your front door. In fact, in their last, uh, this was just recently really, I mean, we're talking four days ago. Just as even as early as four days ago, as recent, I should say, as four days ago, the World Health Organization chief gave a, and I quote, a dire warning. Really? A dire warning? That disease X outbreak is a matter of when and not if. Okay? And then we get these headlines like this. Quote, scientists fear 100% fatal zombie deer disease. Some, some call it a zombie deer virus. Who's ever heard of this thing? I mean, guys, I know friends of mine that are hunters. They're, I'm talking about every year they deer hunt. And if they, you know, even some of them, you know, they, there was some things that propped up here and there over the years, but this is just, this is insane. This is what this zombie deer disease is. It's got a 100% fatality rate. And now scientists are fearing that, quote, it could mutate to infect humans. And if it were to happen, I quote, there are no contingency plans. What? According to the report, scientists are sounding the alarm over this. They're even calling it the zombie deer disease. Last year, experts confirmed Yellowstone National Park's first case of this infection, officially known as chronic wasting disease. This was discovered after a deer carcass found in the Wyoming area of the park tested positive for this highly contagious disease. Now, cases have been reported in deer, elk, and moose across 33 states across the U.S. Interesting. Guys, the number 33 is a Mason, Freemason number. It's a Masonic number. It's an occultic number. It's just, I'm just throwing that out there. It's interesting to me. But 33 states across the U.S., as well as in Canada, Norway, and South Korea. So this thing, this zombie deer disease that has no cure, 100% fatality rate, no contingency plans set up in the event that it spreads to humans. Now, you, you know they're saying this about the bird flu as well, too, right? The disease damages portions of the brain and typically causes progressive loss of body condition, behavioral changes, excessive salvation, uh, salivation, excuse me, and death, according to the New York State Department of Health. And here it is. It is 100% fatal, and there are no treatments or vaccines. 
Quote, the bottom line message is we are quite unprepared. Michael Ulsterholm, an expert in infectious disease at the University of Minnesota, told KFF Health News earlier this month that, quote, if we saw a spillover right now, we would be in free fall because there are no contingency plans for what to do or how to even follow up. Scientists are telling us that most likely the way that humans could contract this disease would be through consumption of infected venition, or in other words, consumption. So, gee, I'm sure that could never happen. I'm sure nobody, nobody would ever eat infected deer meat. Nobody in the entire 33 states across America and even up into Canada, I'm sure no one, nobody will ever decide to eat infected deer meat. One researcher at Canada's University of Calgary explained that this could happen just like a mad cow disease, where it would jump the transmission barrier from animals to humans. During, during this incident, uh, it was transmitted through contaminated meat or food products to humans and caused a new form of human prion, prion disease. I believe that's how you say that. Um, now, let me stop here for a second. Again, let me tell you why this is concerning to me. Do you realize every week you're seeing food recalls coming on all kinds of places across America? We You getting all these foodborne illnesses, these diseases, these viruses, these bacterias, that E. coli, uh, and the list goes on. In fact, let me, I'm going to pull this up here. I'm going to show you this. Look at this. This was an article that just came out recently. Each year, approximately 9 million Americans are sickened by pathogens in food, according, according to the CDC's Foodborne Disease Active Surveillance Network, also known as FoodNet. It monitors diagnosed infections caused by eight common foodborne pathogens at 10 sites in the U.S. About 56,000 people are admitted to hospitals and 1,350 die every year. However, look at this, quote, the number of such illnesses dropped during the pandemic due to behavioral modifications. But now preliminary data from 2022, however, show those numbers have risen again. And again, I'm telling you, I I do research every single day. My eyes are always on news feeds. I see it constantly. People getting sick, people dying, people infected from all these bacteria and these pathogens. So again, this is concerning. Considering it's not out of the ordinary for this, uh, or I should say that, it's not out of the realm of impossibility. That's what I should say here. Because again, how do you think mad cow disease happened? Then moving on. Well, look, don't worry. If you survive the foodborne illnesses and you survive the the deer zombie apocalypse and mad cow, according to experts, now we have to worry about AI could destroy all of humankind in just two years. A, a recent AI researcher just made a new prediction about the future of humankind. Quote, according to the Guardian, he said, quote, if you put me to a wall and force me to put probabilities on things, I have a sense that our current remaining timeline looks more like five years than 50 years, could be two years, could be 10. If you're wondering what remaining timeline means in this context, according to the Guardian, 
He interpreted this as the machine wrought end of all things, a quote, Terminator like apocalypse or a matrix hellscape. The difficulty is people do not realize we have a quote shred of a chance that humanity survives. Wow. Well, when you've got stuff like this on the forefront, then it's no wonder, you know, I would at one point people would think this guy's a nut for saying something like this. But look at this. The first Neuralink patient able to control a mouse with his thoughts has now been reported. Let me say that again. Neuralink is reporting that its first patient with this brain implant is now capable of controlling a mouse with their mere thoughts. Now, this comes from Elon Musk himself. Elon Musk said that progress is good and the patient seems to have a to have made a full recovery with no ill effects that we are aware of. The patient is able to move a mouse around the screen by just thinking about it. And for you guys watching the visual of this, this is a picture that they're holding in their hand. This is a Neuralink's N1 implant. This is, quote, cosmetically invisible and the records uh, and records and transmits brain activity to enable paralyzed individuals to control computers with their mere thoughts. So this is what this implant looks like. Then we have this. This was a uh, there was a video surfacing of a man wearing the new Apple Vision Pro prompted a reminder from police. Listen to this. Police had to stop him and warn him to cross the streets the old-fashioned way. And here's, um, you're looking at the video. There's the guy right there. Look at this. This guy's walking across the street. Uh, really? And right in front of the police officers. Doesn't even, just emboldenly just walks out with goggles on, walking around. It's just unbelievable. So the reason why I brought this up, guys, and the reason why I'm showing you this is because when you see when you get a when you get experts warning that the the AI apocalypse is upon us and that we could be destroyed from this technology in two years, you've got people like that that are literally confirming to you the warning. It's because people are going to embrace this stuff. And this technology is taking over every sector of our lives. So it's not far fetched. That all these experts warn about this, all these innovators warn about this, even Elon Musk warned about it. That we would have a Terminator Skynet type of uh, um, society where AI is completely taken over society and destroys humanity as we know it. Again, will it come to that? I don't think it'll fully come to that, but I do think this technology, again, is going to be involved firsthand in what we read and things in Revelation 13. All right, now I'm going to shift gears. We've talked about, again, we've talked, we've covered a lot of bases today. We've talked about external threats. We're talking about internal threats. Now I'm going to talk about how the, uh, our moral thread of society is just crumbling. It's, we are collapsing as a society because of stupid stuff that continues to happen. This story absolutely blew my mind when I saw this. We reported this on our main website, and I could not believe that in America that this would happen. But here we are. A 90-year-old volunteer uh, who has been volunteering for the National MS Society Um. 
has been forced to step away from her role. And she's been doing this. She's been a valued member of the volunteer team for over 60 years. What would in the world would, uh, what would cause them to force her out? Here's the answer. And this is from faithwire.com's reporting this. MS Society stands by its decision to kick out a 90-year-old volunteer for, ready for this, for not understanding preferred pronouns. Oh, you got to hear this story. Recently, a volunteer, her name was Fran Itkoff, was asked to step away from her role because of statements that were viewed as not, quote, aligning with our policy of inclusion. The nonprofit explained in a statement that Fran has been a valued member of our volunteer team for more than 60 years. Well, she must not have been too valued. Could you imagine the embarrassment, the, the disgust of this, serving them for 60 years, and you lose your job or your position, you're told to leave, rather, step down, you can no longer be here. Why? Let's read on. Quote, we believe that our staff acted with best of intentions and did their best to navigate a challenging issue. As an organization, we are in, in a continued conversation about assuring that our diversity, equity, and inclusion policies evolve in service of our mission and will reach out to Fran in service of this goal. Again, Itkoff dedicated six decades of her life to helping the MS Society because of her late husband who suffered from MS. The problem arose when the elderly volunteer admitted that she did not understand why people were listing their, quote, preferred pronouns. I mean, can we not give a pass to a 90-year-old woman? She didn't understand this. So she asked someone at the organization what it meant. After repeatedly seeing pronouns listed alongside names and letters, she finally, she said, quote, finally, I was talking to another MS representative and thought I would ask, what does it mean? And let her tell me. She said that it meant that, quote, they were all inclusive, which didn't make any sense to me. Again, the lady is 90 years old, guys. Newsflash. She grew up when America actually made sense. When we had sense, when we called a man, a man and a woman, a woman, they didn't have 300 genders. They didn't identify as a unicorn, a horse, a bottle of ketchup, um, whatever. It was when we didn't, we, we hadn't lost our minds. Now think of, now listen to me real carefully because this 90 year old woman couldn't comprehend this. And guys, I'm 47 years old and I, and I can't comprehend it. It doesn't make any lick of sense whatsoever because she questioned it because she went to other volunteers and said, Hey, what does this mean? I don't understand this. She quote, received an email from a representative saying that they were sorry, but they had to ask her to step down as a volunteer unbelievable. I was confused. I didn't know what it was, what it meant. Uh, and I'd seen it on a couple of uh, letters that had come in after the person's name. They had the pronouns, but I didn't know what that meant. And so finally, I, when I was talking to her, 
I thought, I'll ask, what does it mean? And, uh, you know, let her tell me. And so she said that meant that they were all inclusive, which didn't make sense to me because it it sounds like you're uh, labeling or labeling uh, for females and not males. If you're just putting in she, her. She said that she was just asking her what it meant to have a conversation so as a 90-year-old who didn't know what it meant, you know, she's not street savvy to find out what it meant. Well, you know, how dare she her? She said that they were required to use it to be inclusive. And my mom was saying uh, that we've always been the MS Society as a whole and the Long Beach yeah, group. Yeah, group has just always been inclusive. A few days later, uh, it was on a Friday at, was it, 458? At 4.58, which we thought was odd, but uh, anyway. At the end of the day, end of the week. I got an email from her saying that uh, they were sorry, but they had to ask me to step down as a volunteer for the MS Society. And the reason being is that you're not inclusive enough. The verbiage she said was that that she didn't abide by their diversity, equity, and inclusion. Absolute insanity. Again, just cutthroat, no remorse. The woman is 90 year old. 90 years old and they can't even cut her any slack. No, bra- it, it, again, guys, I, we don't recognize America anymore. So they have to ask her to step down and she's can't be a part of the MS society as a, as a volunteer, as a, which as to me volunteer. is ironic because they're saying they're being inclusive, but yet they're excluding a 90 year old disabled woman who volunteers for over 60 years <laughs> Right. You know, and then and literally the sole purpose is to help the MS patients and find a cure and that's what we're and, there for. You know, keep helping with uh, volunteering as, as much as she can, which has literally been her 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 well, whole life. That's literally all she does. So Yeah. 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 Now guys, think about how sad that is. This woman, this was this was her purpose. She got up every day and she it brought joy to her to help these people. And she did it voluntarily, no pay. And this is how you're going to treat a 90-year-old woman. Unbelievable, guys. I Again, it frustrates me to all get out. Uh, if this doesn't bother you, friend, you need to check your pulse. This is just sad, and it's disgusting what America has come to. If you don't think, you know, again, if you don't think America has completely lost its mind, let me read this article. This article is so outlandish. That it's absolutely ridiculous to even read this. Quote, a trans inmate who took the life of a child or a baby, I should say, identifies as as a Muslim woman, has sued the chaplain for allegedly not allowing a hijab, a hijab, the, the headdress. So let me read that again. Quote, an inmate who took the life of a baby who identifies as a trans Muslim woman is now suing the chaplain as if you have any grounds to step on or stand on, excuse me, for not allowing them to wear a hijab. So welcome to crazy train, my friend, a transgender inmate serving a 55 year old sentence for strangling his 11 month old stepdaughter filed a civil lawsuit against a prison chaplain for allegedly prohibiting him from wearing a hijab outside his immediate bedquarters. 
despite identifying as a Muslim woman. <laughs> what? According to the lawsuit, oh, let me, let's get a look, let's get a gander at this transgender Muslim murder. Let's call it for what it is. This is what you're seeing on your, on your screen here. I want to read this. According to the lawsuit filed November 30th and obtained by Fox News, a prison chaplain told Richardson the hijab was not allowed to be worn outside his immediate bed area. Richardson is seeking $150,000 in damages and the ability to wear it anywhere he goes in the facility. Oh, I'm sorry. He, she, it, whatever. Quote, I informed him that I wear the hijab in order to cover my head and ears for modesty purposes. Really? As I am an Islamic practicing trans woman. Guys, I can't take it anymore. I have to stop it right here or my head's just going to explode. Again, if you if a preacher gets up behind a pulpit and tells you that, you know, uh, to don't listen to the gloom and doomers and the prophets of doom and America is so wonderful and so great. And we're doing you know, we're doing so fabulous again. They're obviously they have no clue what's going on. I see it every day as a watchman. I see every report. I see all these reports. I see, I do the research and I see these things there. Listen, there is some stories guys that I can't even, I can't even talk about it on the air because Apple and Spotify and Google and all these platforms would completely take us down, but they are so grotesque. They are, they would be right from the pages of Sodom and Gomorrah. I'm only giving you what I can talk about. I don't even tell you everything. Thing. I can't even report everything because it's so bad. So again, just like we talked about last night, uh, we did a message last night about new information about the solar eclipse coming, the great, the great American eclipse. I did some parallels with America, with ancient Nineveh, and we're, we're following the same footsteps as Nineveh, Sodom and Gomorrah, all of these wicked cities that were destroyed, Chorazin, Bethsaida, Capernaum. We're no different, friend. America is not going to get a pass because we're, quote, America. And we're the great, you know, we're the blessed red, white, and blue. We're patriotic. God is not going to turn a blind eye to our sins, trespasses, and iniquities because we're God-blessed America. We go in the way of these ancient nations. We will be judged in the way in the same way and same manner as these wicked nations as well. Listen, I know I, you know, listen, if you want the encouraging equipping messages next week, we're going to have some on deck this week was, I know it was a strong word. We had to get some information out there, but I had to get you up to date on this. So again, next week, come back next week. We're going to have some great encouraging equipping messages. But until then, again, intimeheadlines.org, intimeheadlines.com. That's going to be our main website. Again, don't forget to pick up your free app today from your Apple Store or your Android Store, depending on your device. Hit yes to push notifications. You're going to be squared away. And as always, guys, if this ministry blesses you by information, revelation, encouragement, equipment, week after week after week, you know, I always tell everybody, 
maybe you know if you're if you're one of the ones you only like the equipping messages or the encouragement stick around because we're going to come your way we're going to come knocking on your door but if you like the information you would love this week this whole past the last three days has been right up your alley but we try to do all of it we try to be a well-balanced ministry that informs equips edifies warns rebukes we we try to do all of it we don't we don't want to be one-sided and preach one one-sided gospel we want to try to do everything we can with the platform that god has entrusted us with if you uh, again if you are blessed by this ministry you appreciate it and you would like to give back you would like to partner with us you can do that two different ways you can give electronically the easiest way is through the app you go to the bottom to the right where it says donate it's a little heart down there click on there and it's going to take you to page and it's the same location as if you go to intimeheadlines.org, intimeheadlines.com. You're going to see a place where you can give by Venmo. You can give by PayPal. You can give through Cash App. You can give through your credit card. There's multiple ways you can give electronically. Or if you wish to give by check or money order, you can do that as well. And you can make it out to Intime Headlines, P.O. Box 1391. That's going to be Monroe, Georgia, 30655. So, guys, we're going to sign off for tonight. Again, it is Thursday the 22nd we will not be on tomorrow night friday saturday or sunday because i will be out of town uh, i appreciate your prayers for safety and safe travels we will be back here lord willing monday 7 p.m central 8 p.m eastern until then may the lord bless you keep you and may his countenance shine upon you we'll see you in a few days thank you for listening to the end time headlines podcast we pray that you've been blessed and equipped by today's message. For more information about how you can help partner with our ministry, please visit endtimeheadlines.org.